describe the brewing system that you have. How does it work? Well, I'm going to go check it out. Right yeah, now. let's go check it out. So our brewing system's a standard three-tier system. We've got a mash tun, a hot liquor tank for heating up all the water you need, and then a boil kettle. How big, how big are they? Oh, everything's 30 gallons. Uh, we are going to target a 15-gallon batch size. We got, we got the really big ones because we didn't want anybody having boil overs, and we also really like mashing large amounts of grain. So it's an all, one of the neat things is that it's an all-electric system. We got a controller from the electricbrewery.com, a fantastic system that works wonderfully and will actually hold the hot liquor tank and the mash temperature within one or two degrees of what your target is. We can go from mash temperature to boil in about half an hour and everything is connected with these really awesome high temperature silicone hoses and freeway Blickman ball valves. There's no reconnecting, disconnecting, splashing of hot liquids or anything. It's a great little system. I and see. I have to clean it up, so. <laughs> it is a big control device, I see. It looks like something you'd see in a commercial brewery. Describe how that works. It's surprisingly straightforward for all the lights and buttons and switches. We've got a control for the boil kettle and the hot liquor. You can't run them both at the same time and then two pumps, and then three temperature gauges, hot liquor, boil kettle, and uh, mash tun. Basically, you get to set your temperature and walk away from it, set the alarm, and it'll beep when it's ready. You can come back to it, and or you can monitor it the whole time. I mean, it's really fantastic. Not automated, but really easy to use system. You can see pictures of the whole facility, and the brewing equipment at our blog. But uh, walk us through it here. We've got three 30-gallon vessels here. Wh which ones do what? All right, so the big one, the 30-gallon tank in the center is our mash tun. You grind up your 30 or 40 pounds of malt, and either, depending on your technique, you drop the malt in. And from there, you can turn the water pump on, turn a valve, and the hot liquor tank on the right starts pumping water directly on top of your mash Okay, um, so you can see that there's a valve, an entry point on the top of the middle. Yeah, vessel. there's there's actually two valves on the mash tun. There's a valve out and a hot water valve in. Um, the hot water valve in also doubles as your recirculation valve. So what you do is you, after you've got your hot liquor on top of the mash and, and you go in, you start recirculating the liquid through the hot liquor tank to maintain your mash temperature. And as I mentioned, it keeps it right, right on target or a degree or two off max. We've got the middle kettle is where the mash is taking place. Yep. The vessel on the right is the hot liquor tank. Yep. The hot water will come in from the tank on the right, mash it on, on the, the grains in the middle, and then recirculate. It's exactly. Just gonna, it's it's going to go through just to maintain the heat. Exactly. So that the wort is, is going through a closed system, just picking up heat. We get 90% exactly. efficiency this way. It's called a HERM system, a heat exchange. It's not RIMS. RIMS is when it goes past an element directly. Okay. So you would have a third element in the okay. system. All right. Well, we um, use, the, use the hot water that we're going to strike with and that we're going to sparge with also as to maintain the temperature right. of the mash. Mm -hmm. um, Works beautifully. All right, so now you've mashed in, you've elevated your temperatures, and you're elevating temperatures basically by controlling the hot water tank. Hot exactly. Water tank. All right, so now you've uh, 
You're ready to, to mash out. Right. So mash out is again amazingly simple. There's two valves on the hot liquor tank. One um, where the coil that's heating up the, um, the wart at this point comes out and you can divert it either back into the mash tun or into the boil kettle. Then there's another valve where you can either recirculate your hot water back into the hot liquor tank or start your sparge. So all you have to do is turn off your pumps, change your valves, and then slowly turn your pumps back on until you reach the, uh, the appropriate um, laudering slash sparging speeds that you want. Okay. And we'll go through all of this with uh, any customer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody comes in and has to figure this out on their own. It's, it's really a learning curve. Here's um, the equipment. Good luck. <laughs> Yeah, that wouldn't be good for anybody. No, no, no. Uh, it's, now, it's, what, what if I'm very traditional and I don't trust these super modified malts and I want to do a decoction? Can I do that? Oh, you ask the tricky question. Um, you can't see it right now, but underneath over there is a five-gallon electric kettle. I will make decoctions happen for you. It's not going to be easy and it's probably not going to be pretty, but really, is it ever? Never. <laughs> so... The event that we're going to be doing for Victory is actually going to be a decoction mash, and so we're going to have that really down in a couple of months here. A we couple like weeks challenges. Here. Yeah, we get challenges thrown at us all the time, and we rise to the occasion. All right, so now uh, we're ready to sparge. We're going to take water from the hot liquor tank and sparge the uh, the mash. Mm-hmm. Once you're, you're done with your sparge, then uh, you're going to pump it over to the boil kettle on the left. Well, you have two options when you're, when you're laudering and sparging here. You can either do a batch sparge where you pump everything out and then add your water back. You know, you can even pump it out, raise the temperature with one nice 170 or something and then sparge with that. Or you can do a continuous sparge. I don't want to get into too many details on, on supply arms and things like that, but we don't have one. It's really simple. So you've sparged, you've got the boil kettle filled to, to where your, your pre-boil volume. You take a gravity reading, and then we flip a switch. And about 20 minutes later, we're, we should be boiling. It's really that simple. From there, you boil for an hour, you add your hops, you know, pellet, any spices that you want to. From there, we've got a Blickman Therminator and a third pump that we have a sanitizing basin over there. So we fill that up with sanitizer, run that through the system for about a minute or two, hook it up to the boil kettle, and then it's easy as turning a valve or two, and we're starting to chill it down to 72 degrees. And what, uh, what kind of chiller do you use? It's a Therminator plate chiller. It's a plate Blickman chiller. plate chiller. I can get 15 gallons of wort from boiling to 72 degrees in about 15 minutes. It's phenomenal. And from there, it... we pump it right downstairs directly into our fermenter. We've got an aeration tip on the end of our hose, splashes the heck out of it. We actually have to, about halfway through, immerse the tip so that it doesn't over aerate and start overflowing the, the fermenter. Pitch the yeast, and you're good to go. After primary fermentation, oh. so so we put it into our cool room after primary fermentation. You don't really get to see this process if you're one of our customers, but we just pump it the opposite direction. We've got a fourth pump that, with a racking cane and everything, sanitize, bring it upstairs directly into a sand key keg with a triclove adapter so that it's easy to clean. Attach our CO2 tank 
either force carbonate for a day or two or add priming sugar at that point, depending on your wishes. Glickman bottling gun to finish it off, and six cases should take about an hour and a half, two hours to fill. When you, when you arrive for bottling day, your six cases of bottles are already sanitized. What you basically get when you walk in is a keg filled with either primed or carbonated beer and six cases. Do you have corking capabilities here? I saw some of the wire cages. You want to cork beer? Yeah, you can totally cork. Yeah, we have just about everything you would need. Um, we're also going to have extract station where you don't have to go through all the, uh, the mashing of the grains and everything. Especially if you're a beginner, you don't want to do that, or if you just want a shorter brew time, we're going to have uh, two extract stations so that two people can make beer at the same time.